0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of This Is Not a Safe Space. I'm your host, Nick Beaton. Check this podcast out on NeverSleepsNetwork.com, where you can check out a bunch of other great podcasts as well, so make sure you check that out. I'm here today with the very fabulous and
1: wonderful Alan Park. How you doing, buddy? Was that me? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I was just adjusting my pussy hat. <laughs> it is Women's Day, after it, all. It is, actually. Yeah, we're recording this on International Women's Day. I didn't have the headphones on, so sometimes I, you know, I'm not ready for that. But that sounds okay, and if it sounds a good level, yeah, I'm here so yeah it was not paying attention bitch. no no no
0: worries uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot thanks a lot for having me yeah it is international women's day i forgot about that that's uh, i guess shows the uh, misogynistic pig that i am
1: does that make this thing dated and we should cut that out and just complain anytime? no no
0: that's fine because this will probably be out next week so usually okay. airs like a few days the monday well, i don't want to
1: make it seem like this is going to be all about women's day that's no like, it's, it's like doing a saint patrick's thing on april 1st you know?
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> i gotta say too i rem- i
0: moved to the city uh in 2002, and the first comedy show that I ever went to was at Clinton's, and you were on. Oh, Clinton! Oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was oh. a long time ago. Man. We used to love that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah was it good... was great. It was great stuff. So I always uh, I had looked up to you for a while. And now we get to work together. So it's, and then uh, that changed. And then that obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're here, and you have a podcast. You want to plug that for a mm-hmm. minute?
1: Yes, it's a podcast come. Radio show. Come radio show, Back yeah. Back to podcast again. Back to, um, I'm doing it all wrong. Okay. <laughs> you're supposed to you're supposed to do at least one a week, and you're supposed to always drop it on the same thing, no matter what hell or high water. Yeah, and yeah. And I found that to be physically impossible. It's hard to do. Yeah, so... I threw that into a, a basket of other supposed tos, and I'm having a lot more fun not doing that. It's kind of reduced a lot of the pressure. So the way I do it now is, and I understand if you're on serious or some kind of thing, and this isn't why they dropped me, because I came up with this afterwards, but I just um spend more time with every episode. Instead, I used to do a linear thing where it would be a little bit of my take on the news or whatever at the front end, and then the, the uh, aforementioned uh, interview with whoever it was on the topic. I'd spend a couple of days researching but already knew a bit about and then interview the guy, then quickly edit it inside of an hour and a half, and then boom, you're done and it's ready to go. Yeah. But um, now my research, uh, I'm doing everything by myself now, which is fine, I'm not complaining, but it does take longer. A lot of this stuff is still linear. You can't flash drive yet. A lot of data and things you're reading on the internet and conversations, you can do all that shit later in editing, but you have to ingest. This body has to, the brain has to ingest the information. You're not just firing CDs into an iPhone, right? Right, right. So that takes time, and then um, I'm I'm kind of topically themed now, mm-hmm. and that means I'll do more than one shows on the one topic and kind of flesh it out, more like chapters to a book instead of a, a thing about aliens and a thing about uh, the moon and the thing about you know money and whatever. Sort of bring it all together and weave it in a basket kind of thing. Okay. And And then I was, what's what's it called again? It's called Conspiracy Queries. Conspiracy Queries. But it's just conspiracyqueries.com on the web. And then uh, the Twitter handle is con underscore. Con Con Understore <laughs> queries with a capital <laughs> with a capital uh, with a capital Q. All right, and uh, it's around. You can dig it up. My name's behind, it. and that is a Facebook page. Same thing. Find it up. But now I listen to things and I take them in and I ingest things from you know the news or an old speech or an old documentary, and then I put in some music that I've been I've been finding some real cool things on YouTube of people that are going here's free whatever you want yeah and yeah. using it as background as sort of a collective. Even though the guy didn 't write for the show i 've listened to some things that it sounds like it fits, so I weave it in there with the mind that i 'd like to create my own music to put it in later, and just to like fully encompass everything that i 've have everything that i 've learned so i 'm using. Video and film and CDs and DVDs, my old tape deck that I found, and I've put it all into this weird station that encompasses all elements. Okay. And when you get an idea, put it on your iPhone. Isn't that great having the vocal app right there? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty I sweet. Love it. Yeah. Except from I'm so short-minded now due to the way I am and or what's happened to me that by the time I go, I got a great idea. I go open the phone, then I press it again so it really wakes up. Then I have to go like this. Then I'm <laughs> onto the third thing, which is that. Then I open up the sound thing. Then I, You know, and I forgot what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what I have? Found in an old drawer in an old trunk that somehow made it around my life from Toronto to Vancouver and back and never used it. (laughs) One of these... Oh, and like an old tape recorder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those and are great. The batteries are still in it. They were corroded. I cleaned them out, but they were still working. I picked it up. I was like, holy shit, I haven't seen that in years. It's playing this old conversation a phone call like 15 years ago. <laughs> so now, I, when I'm sitting with all my shit in my turntable, which I've got on there because I'm a Toronto guy, and that's the biggest thing in the world for us now is Toronto. Yeah. Turntables and wax. So I got every weird kind of strangest looking stereo system encompassing different eras from the 60s on up to now. But when I'm sitting here, and I get that idea. I don't even have to look at this stupid fucking phone. I just go, oh, and then I went to the thing and blah, 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 and yeah. click, and it's done. Yeah, yeah. And now you can use the sound of that, even though it's shitty old tape or whatever, if you bring it in and sweeten it, trick it up, and that's a nice kind of flavor. Yeah. Or you can just, you know, type it up and do it again proper. It's just another way to catch it without fucking losing it with this cool, modern, fantastic, amazing, yeah. Sometimes, thing.
0: The, sometimes the technology from like 10 years ago or 15 years ago is probably where it could have peaked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Remember when it was great? That thing you got, whatever you were excited about when you were a kid, you got a Walkman or whatever?
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I find, like, you get shit, and it's like... You, it's almost you resent it. You resent yeah. having to buy it. You resent that it's going to break quicker. You you know. <laughs> the resent Samsung
1: V nineteen yeah. seventy six Glisten Ball twenty three. Fuck. When's the twenty four coming out? Yeah. I mean, I'm done with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My I've like I have an iPhone and it's like every time you know you get it and you're like I always buy like the generation behind because I don't yeah. care about getting the sure. new one and it's going to be shit. It works. It's yeah. cheaper. Yeah. yeah. Let
1: some other guy take the huff on on the big price. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: But then with Apple, like they stop updating it so like we're yeah. not far out like I'm I'm gonna have to get a new phone simply because yeah. they're just fucking me. What's wrong in with phone?
1: my 3GS again? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, nothing. Nothing. There was literally nothing <laughs> the wrong The apps with it. were a little small. The, the little screens were small. They kind of look funny now, like old old Mac stuff. But anyway, that's yeah. computer stuff and whatever. So I basically just kind of... Uh, I've got boxes of things and stuff that I left and auntie's house had a thing in the attic. And this is all... I'm old now. But it's okay. I've got all this shit that I've either gotten rid of and hopefully you're not a pack rat and that's a whole nother series on a whole nother network. Mm-hmm. But... But you take all these things that you had, like your coax this and your something old turntable that. And I've had such fun kind of bringing in. I I said to myself, hey, give me a break, me. I bought all this shit or I traded for this shit. And I really wanted this thing at one point, whether it was these glasses or this cool bottle, whatever it is. And so now I have it. Am I really over the joy of having it? Do I really need to throw it out and get a new one because I just went through a magazine and it's not my thought that's making me choose to buy this next thing or whatever? And I just realized- I got boxes of shit. I've been lugging it around. I I, I don't throw it out. Let's take a look at these things. Yeah, and I have incorporated almost every one of these things back into my scene of today, and it's all a mishmash and everything. But I get it, cause I was there all along the way. And yeah, I can use my grade three protractor just as good as I can <laughs> use a calculator from high school as I can well-, well use an iPhone now, and it's all fun and it all works, and it doesn't have to be exclusive.
0: Yeah, I try not to be like the yeah the person who like over updates things. Right. The only thing the only thing <laughs> that I buy every year yeah. is n h uh, NH- the NHL video oh, well, game series. Everybody has an <laughs>
1: exception to the rule. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm breaking them all over the place, but it's a guiding light. It's a principle of.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just trying not to throw something out simply because there's a newer, shinier one out there.
1: Like, I don't like to put garbage in my body and eat good things, and I loved all that. But, yeah. you know, once in a while, I just go, I fucking feel like this thing. And as long as it doesn't get out of control and you're the one using it as a tool and it's not the one enslaving you. Yeah, right? exactly. like Starbucks coffee or Timmy's or whatever, these robots that line up every morning yeah. and have said to themselves and the world, Yeah, no, I can't do anything. Until I immediately hand over my little bit of remnants of yesterday's income for today's fuel Java juice so I can spin my wheels in this corporate town and get going again. <laughs> and you're the tool of the corporation and the actual drug of the coffee instead of using it as a tool and going, I don't have to have it all the time. But you know what? Today's the day I got to for some reason get up at seven. Comics hate that. And I, and I won't be going to bed till two or three. Yeah. So I'm going to power up with a couple of good quality coffees that are maybe more expensive that I made myself that I can feel and I know is a good quality bean and I made it myself and I found the time to relax and fuck these guys in the I morning.
0: drink instant coffee most of the time and that's <laughs> fun too see that's what I mean I break that same rule
1: <laughs> crystallize whatever
0: yeah i just because i I make coffee from just myself and i hate using the french presses i don't really know how to use them very well i know it's the best way to make coffee everybody's told me no
1: i thought the same thing but go on this is where facebook is cool go ahead what's the problem with french So i
0: just for me i don't really know how to use them i've tried Mm. and every time i do it i seem to make like a cup of coffee i don't really like oh so i just kind of stopped using it and so i and i was like "Ah, i make the pot you know drip pot coffee whatever but it's like for one person for one maybe two cups so i I
1: I was like, fuck it. Instant coffee gives me the drug that I want. Facebook and comedy and friends help me with that because I do know how to use a French press and I'm good at it. That's what pisses me off is because they always fucking break. Do Why they? they gotta make these glass things that you're gonna use and supposedly keep forever, right? That's the cool thing about yeah. steel glass. You're yeah. into business. Why they gotta make it out of some kind of crystallized dragonfly wings? <laughs> We're just flicking, it shatters. I'm like, fuck! And one day, after the third French press in about eight or nine or ten months from, you know, just, had a spoon in the kitchen. You turn around to use a sink and it goes ting, smash. And falling over, forget it. And I went on, you know, like I've never done this kind of thing, but people do it all the time. I was on Facebook and I said, does anybody understand where I can get a French press that looks more like an A&W root beer glass and a <laughs> yeah. fucking, you know, chrysalis from... And Pete Johansson, comic, great guy, uh, Canadian-American, born kind of that way. Then I met him in BC over 25 years ago and kind of been weaving in and out of each other's lives a little bit over time. He says, and I trust this guy because he always talks about coffee Mm -hmm. and he's always at some place in the world. And he said, you got to get this thing. And here's where your sponsor comes in, the AeroPress. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what Nick wants. This thing's amazing. It's never going to break because it's made out of this plastic, high cool stuff that is like uh, this company that makes frisbees called the Aerobi. Oh, okay, yeah,
0: you yeah. You know the
1: Aerobi thing? It's wider. Used to be a ring. Now it's a big. So it's wider. like a
0: space age sort of. Yeah,
1: and they use the same plastic as this. And it's a you know, see so if you knock it over, it's no big deal. And it's like a little um, cylinder. And at the bottom, you put in this little paper filter. But that's okay. They, they're like, you know, 0.0000 cents. You get a big thing. And you can do it every two, three, four times. Okay. Just a little paper. Put in the bottom. Screw it together. It's easy. Plastic. Then you grind your, I like, 23 grams of well-ground, uh, fantastic, high ethical bean into there. And then you boil the water. And when it comes down after that and it's the perfect temperature, all you do is you put that little cylinder thing on the glass, on the cup. And you pour it in the thing up to the mark that you best find. It's probably around three, two, whatever. And then you stir it with this thing that comes with it. And then you take this plunger that comes with it Mm -hmm. and you just slowly push it down through. Then do it again. Amazing. Stick that in a blender, put in a pat of butter, because that's going to give you the milky, creamy thing you need. Oh, wow. And then you—it it is also going to eliminate... A pat of butter in yeah. coffee. I've never... Uh, Isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but not because... Everybody thinks it's weird, but why is that different from milk or whatever? It's really not, no. And yeah. so all it's doing... So unsalted, God, please. Uh, yeah, that uns, would be gross. Unsalted preferably. Uh Definitely. Definitely unsalted, preferably organic. A pat, the same amount you get in a hotel piece on a toast kind of thing. That smooths it out, creams it up, and also eliminates the need for sugar, which sweetens it. Which is really not the reason you have it. It's also to cut the acid kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's the only reason why you really put like cream in it anyway, right? So you get the cream,
1: you get the little bit of butter. That's all. Just the butter, whip it up, and a little bit of MCT coconut oil as well. And that's um, you might as well do that. Because MCT, multi-chain triglycerides, they um, fire the neuron pathways and everything more in your brain and make sure everything goes quicker, mm-hmm. which is why you were ever drinking coffee in the first place. Yeah, yeah. So it intensive, basically like greasing the tracks- of the thoughts and, and and all the cognition that takes place that you're trying to do with yeah a cup coconut oil
0: o- I hear a lot about coconut oil. Uh, What's well, good in a lot of ways? Yeah, yeah, people talk about it for a lot of things, and I see a lot of people eggs and cook with thing, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: everything. But this particular higher end sort of more refined version that's more focusing on just the multi chain triglycerides, not just regular <laughs> coconut butter for. But you could try the other one, too, I guess. But basically, you're, you're greasing the tracks. You're putting this great coffee and having a great time. Use it as a tool. Maybe you don't do that tomorrow, two, three days. I and want then a have fucking cup of
0: coffee right now, yeah, man. I'll set you up one time.
1: <laughs> we'll have, well, I'll bring it down, and maybe Pete will come, and he's, you know, we'll have this. It's so great. Yeah. And you can take it with you. as light as shit, just a few plastic pieces. It's fantastic. Awesome. And that's been brought to you by Aroby Coffee. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. The coffee company that also makes Frisbees. Well, yeah, look, we just got a sponsor, even though they're not going to pay us for it. Um, so, yeah, you're here today. We went to uh, talk about some conspiracy theory oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's uh, things
1: going on that other people don't know about. Apparently, this is laughable as a concept.
0: <laughs> now, look, okay, so when we talk about conspiracy theories, because I'm not, I'm personally not somebody who believes in a lot, but I, I only really know okay. the big ones. right? sure, sure. So, that's a good thing, yeah. So some, building
1: blocks mean it does exist. So the big ones
0: that I, like, don't agree with, and I'm, I don't, I actually don't know what your stance is, so this, could be, this will okay. be interesting. I think we landed on the moon, for instance. Okay. Do you, what's your thought on that?
1: I'm not, the jury's out, but it's not as bad as it thinks. Do okay. Can we go to a next thing, or do we want to ping a bunch of these and go back, or we're 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 linear no, we'll just go linear. We'll go okay. straight forward. The moon landing is a fascinating concept because I think there's room for both. And I think the main point is you're not supposed to know. But here I'm going to give you the theories that I know about. And before we get to being called a tinfoil hatter and everything else, let's realize that a lot of people that say that don't realize that a lot of the signals coming in and out of your phone go into these things called... Um, uh spider trap no no that's not it it's some kind of a thing that the cops have here and there all over the place verifiable oh i wish i knew the name of this this is where you go back and thing and drop it in later but <laughs> it's it's a it's some kind of a relay box okay. where, where it looks like it's a booster for your cell phone Like, you know, we have these. That's why I can call you as it goes from here to that, to that, to that, to that. And boom, where I live in the east end of the city kind of thing, I get that call, right? It's a relay system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's okay. We all know this is how it works. Some of those are actually able to stop, go into the phone, check it all out on a local basis. This isn't even the NSA stuff, which also I've been listening to people for years tell me that's all paranoid bullshit. And now that it's all obvious, they say, "Eh, so what? Fuck you all. Fuck everybody that ever said, ah, you're crazy for thinking this and blah, blah, blah. No, no way. And then when it comes out, you don't get to say, oh, well, you have to say, holy fuck, I was wrong et cetera, right? But I'm so past any kind of retribution on that because I just enjoy the fact that the shit really is going on and the lid's off and I don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but what were we saying about it? Okay, so how the conspiracies are is this. Before we get to the moon landing and all this, there are conspiracy theories. On this, everyone agrees. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know if they're true or not true, the ones you believe in and you don't. Yeah. But it's a thing, it's a paradigm and they exist. Yes. And some of them are fucking true for sure. And you know this. And some people know this. Some of them. So then here's the fun. Then you get people that don't want people at all to believe in conspiracy theories or they want to discredit any notion of any belief in any legitimate conspiracy theory. And they'll dream up a pile of shit like the flat earth people or the um, I don't know. what the, I don't know what the bogus conspiracies theories are trying to spend too much time. With. There's a bunch of them. I don't know. <laughs> there, about. There's a bunch of them that are nuts. Yeah. But the nutty ones that are nuts, that that I would say to another guy, you really believe that flat earth shit? Just like a guy would say to me, you don't really know about the moon landing? And I would say, yeah, there's a lot of shit thrown into the machine, then you get to paint everybody with the same brush. Yeah, It's yeah. like, oh, Park, oh, he's one of those flat earth fucking conspiracy theory guys, and then you just kind of color everybody with the same brush, and then you know, like, no, no, I only believe in the Kennedy and the moon and the thing and then whatever. It doesn't matter, you're all nuts. Yeah. And that this term conspiracy theorist was dreamed up by DARPA and or the NSA and, and CIA. I don't know exactly alphabet soup. DARPA being later the ones who dreamed up how Facebook was going to work. Mm-hmm. But, um, and do it. But this is like, how do you control the thoughts of the people that are realizing with, you know, a few conversations and common sense that there's no way that that Kennedy assassination of 63 went down the way it's being portrayed. Right. So then you've got the Warren Commission with all these high, really respected people in the government saying that it was only one guy. And even Woody Allen at the time, as a stand-up comic of, you know, high repute and was just starting to bust out then, he had a joke that said... um you know, all of his cool jokes that he had and very funny, great stand-up comic, if you're not a fan of his movies. But just go back to that album from 65-6. Six, and he says uh, one of his jokes is, um, yeah, so we've been very busy lately as well as doing comedy. I'm also writing. I'm working on a nonfiction version of the Warren Report. <laughs> and the whole fucking place laughs. Yeah, cause yeah. Because the whole fucking place knows that the Warren Report is full of shit at y- the time. Yeah. 8, 10, 15 years later, high school, blah, blah, blah. No, that's it. That's gospel. Right? That's gospel. Yeah. And then in 1978, the House uh, Committee into Assassinations, Congress, rules that uh, after much investigation of this thing 15 years ago, yeah, it was a conspiracy. That's the final word of the American government on the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, it was a conspiracy. But – we don't have the time to figure out who and how and what, well, the reason it why it wasn't the one guy. The
0: reason why, yeah, I, can, I could say get behind the Kennedy assassination as a conspiracy theory that's very plausible is because it was very military-based, it a very mm-hmm. military-driven uh, uh, plan, and they got people like an Oswald to be a patsy, oh, so God, he, didn't, yeah. he knew nothing of what was right. going on in Plus the actual stuff. he's got 15
1: stuff. potential enemies, and you don't know if it's one or a bunch of them in concert. Yeah, yeah. His daddy— was great with the mob right the mafia guys and when he came up and robbie came up the mob was thinking wow we got one of our boys doing our bidding this is going to be great but like a lot of kids that aren't like their parents and rebel the hippie guy that has alex p keaton conservative on con- <laughs> yeah. you know, family ties or whatever that thing was with um you know michael fox or the really straight guy with the business and the tie, and he his son can't do this, and he rebels. Mm-hmm. Same th- same thing happens to the Kennedy boys, and they go, "Yeah, great, we've got into that position of power, but we're not going to have this criminality going on anymore. We don't want this kind of thing." Now they pissed off the mob. Then he reissues a whole different currency. Imagine if Trump just said, "Yeah, that's been a ripoff," and you, you know this is a guy likely to do this, but we're going to introduce our own money, like Kennedy did. Now you've pissed off the Federal Reserve. So now you've got the mob, the Federal Reserve. I'm going to smash the CIA into a million pieces, says Kennedy. Now you got the CIA, Matty. And it goes on and on and on. So who knows why or how? But he's dead. But the point is, <laughs> when that thing happened. Wait a
0: second. He's dead? Well, hang on. Let me read this again.
1: Um, when they had the commission to prove that it was only one guy, um, and everybody at the time didn't knew, believe it yeah. was one guy. So that's where you're at. But later, people kind of believe it, because that's the official story. Even to George Bush Sr., who at one time in the 80s or something said, yeah, some people actually believe that it wasn't even Oswald alone or the thing. Like, he thought it was a joke. But still, the final position of the government, 1978, or maybe the ruling came out in 79, but the, the commission was in 78. Yeah, conspiracy theory, no, we don't have time. So that's the last thing of it. So during the time when Woody Allen and the jokes and the commission, the CIA were concerned about people like myself at the time. Only I was five or three or whatever. But but people like that at the time, they were skeptical of this thing. And they needed to paint them a weird color, the tinfoil hat thing or whatever. Let's just other them. Mm-hmm. A lot of lefty kind of friends of mine said, they don't like people getting othered, the women and gay people in this. But how come everybody was getting othered back then that didn't believe this thing? Mm-hmm. And what they came up with, we need to come up with a derisive term to paint these fuckers So that when anybody says anything, someone else can go, oh, you're one of them conspirators. Oh, man, you're full of shit. So that's what they did. And there are conspiracies that are real, the end. We can just leave now if you want. (laughs) And we could talk about which ones and how. But understand, here's my overall framework. There are conspiracies. Maybe there's five, and we're led to believe there's 23, and then 18 of them are bullshit. And so the five people that that believe in the five are also fucking idiots by association, the end. Right. So that's
0: where I'm coming from. Yeah, because some of the big ones out there, like the chemtrails and stuff like that, like there's some of the ones that- Jerry's
1: out for me on that. I have been trying to crack that nut for a long time. There's reason to believe. It's a fuck up. There's also reason to believe. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know. That's why my show's conspiracy queries, because uh, yeah. I ask questions about these things, yeah. rather than, here's how it is, folks. But sometimes you get, here's how it is, like I said about okay
0: I guess I just, and the
1: people, because like, uh, do you listen to Alex Jones a lot, or- in a past tense, yes. In a current tense, hardly ever. Yeah. I used to listen to them a lot in the 90s and early aughts when I was having my <clears throat> MacBook and things, and you used to have free radio on iTunes mm-hmm. before they're going to ding you for everything Taylor Swift farts out with, <laughs> written by Max Martin in Sweden, who writes everybody's songs, so it's not really art, and that's why you forget the song until six months later when the new one comes out, but we're all still listening to the Beatles one way or the other. Um, so- did I go off too far there? <laughs> <laughs> it so, was a bit of a tangent, it but was. yeah. I so we're talking Alex
0: Jones. Alex Jones, because
1: he's a guy that I like.
0: I come across him every now and again, yeah. and there's times where I'm like, "Hey, what he's saying there seems a little like uh, like somewhat legitimate or whatever." And then there's just sometimes he goes off on these like the pizza gate and the sure. insane shit where it's like, "Man, you're not even. You're, you're just he, he, the problem is sometimes he'll go off in this crazy thing, yeah. and you'll be like, "Well, where are you getting that information?" He'll go, oh, "I I have sources. I have well, to, you know. He does
1: have sources. And I know this to be true, but my problem with him is is I can't even... It's not like I hate him or anything, but when I first started to listen to him, I liked the fact that a guy was shooting from the hip that uh, he was saying whatever, and it was all on the internet radio. And I used to have to kind of weird tape it with this weird system back in the day to listen to the show because it was on two in the morning, whatever. And I liked a lot of the stuff he was saying. And he was going places where people didn't. And right after nine eleven, when I was listening to him, this is why I did like him, is that he he was in touch with a couple of FBI agents from Minnesota. Okay. And uh, he was connected to them at the time. And he has some family connections I don't understand or pretend to. But he was talking to these field agents and and um a lot of them, uh two or three of them that he knew... And they were working with other guys. They were frustrated. And he talked to some of them. And maybe it's all bullshit and artifice, maybe. maybe. But he was talking to these guys and presenting it as interviews. You could probably dig them up. And and he's saying, like, their basic pitch was they were so frustrated that he – Found this aforementioned information, like precognitive uh, intelligence, and they kind of knew what was going to be happening in New York. And every time they kept bringing it into their commander of, you know, the higher up, the police chief kind of guy or whatever their field office kind of thing is, I don't know all those things. But uh, they'd go in and say, hey, boss, I've been working on this case and we got to do this thing. And it would always be like, no further right now, that's okay, fuck up." And they kept on getting frustrated. It's like. They go, okay, well, forget it. Go back into the field, find some more shit that's even more like on board with what they've already come up with. Now that's okay. And they're getting frustrated. That this information they feel is agents and they've been trained. And that's always the problem with CIA and NSA. There's all kinds of good guys in there, all kinds of scammers on the other side too. Just because it's in the bubble doesn't mean it's all everybody's on board. Just like you get into an argument with someone to work over the fucking copier, right? Yeah, yeah. So so there's always been the tensions in there. And these guys, they're they're never really on board with each other and things are changing. So it's a very volatile scene altogether to figure this stuff out. So here's Alex Jones saying, these guys have been bringing stuff in. They were so frustrated. No one said anything. The towers go. Yeah, and they're furious. And then when they try to talk to people subsequently, of course they you know get demoted or fired or lose their jobs or whatever the fuck. Now, and they s- go, "Hey, something's going on."
0: With nine eleven, do you think it's like an inside job, or do you think it was a massive intelligence failure that was? It's lots of things. Let's go back to the moonshot because that's
1: consecutive, and it'll help oh, me. Build okay. It. <laughs> so now that I've built you my framework of where I come from and where I believe in it, and where I understand that people think that I believe in every fucking thing that's off the boards, and and uh, I just. I do know about a lot of these things. Some of them I haven't had time to get to. And I have my beliefs and (laughs) suspicions and understandings of what I think is and isn't anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's even more complicated to someone else who believes in theories across the board. Might think I believe in everything that I believe in and I don't. Then we get into arguments on two conspiracy theorists, guys. So it's a really complicated bag of shit. Right. So moon landing. Moon landing. So, yeah. So why did, who wanted to do this, by the way? Kennedy. So I kind of believe it's on board at that point. At that point. But then you get into JPL, Jet Propulsion Laboratories and NASA and all their symbology of demonology. If you look at the symbology of of their logos and everything, it's always Saturn, which... And it's always like uh, the pyramid going up to the top with it either there or not. All of these space programs around the world or have the similar kind of logo. And it's not by accident. It isn't. So that's a fascinating thing because it's all kind of like a lot of satanic imagery. Look up Tex Mars. That's T-E-X-E-M-A-R-S. He has all kinds of occult symbology. And you just wouldn't be putting all this evil magic shit into corporate logos if it was no fucking thing. Everybody would be doing different stuff. Look it up, sidebar, whatever. But um, anyway, so so these corporations decided that, you know, they got to, this Kennedy wants to go to the moon, and then subsequently uh, Johnson and Nixon decided to keep up with this notion. And um, <clears throat> so they decided to build, how are we going to build rockets to go up? And, and, and this is all on board, and that was really happening. So they're getting closer to actually getting, you know, three, five, seven years away. This is all feasible. And they start to realize, yeah, but... What what if we blow all this dough and there's a transmission failure? Like, what's our precedent of broadcasting television images back to Earth from space through the Van Allen belt and beyond? And that's a whole topic on the side because I still don't know the science or understand fully and I'm not prepared to lay down. Whether the Van Allen belt, which is the gravitational pull radiation thing, would even allow for these ships to go in and out. Some people say, yeah, no problem. Of course, the people that believe in all this or they don't know about it. And then there's the people that go, because of the Van Allen belt, none of that shit was ever possible. So there's those two camps. Like Like, ships even
0: leaving the atmosphere or the messages coming back?
1: Anything. Like getting physically destroyed inside the craft that you built. Say it's this big as, as the studio we're in now, and this is the Earth craft. That by the time you go through the radiation of the Van Allen belt, the whole thing comes apart. You're toast, anyway, like 100 cancer fucking radiation shots, and it's over. That's what people say they say you can 't do this i don 't know if I actually have not i 've never heard that the theory. Van Allen belt yeah it 's called okay. the van v a n I guess it was the astronomer that discovered the thing it 's just a ring around the earth full of garbage and whatever detritus and it 's also radioactive. And maybe that's because of the millions of years ago when planets blow up. I don't know what it is, but it's this belt that encompasses the Earth that they never talk about. That None of the NASA photos ever show, and they're always composites, and they try to put it out like it's a picture of the Earth. Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks the Earth's a different shape than you always see. Whatever, I don't know. But there's a belt around us that's radioactive. That's apparently true. Okay, And no one disagrees with this that knows what they're talking about. But the people that disagree say, and therefore, you can't put a spaceship through without frying it and its contents, the humans in it, and other people go, no, there's no problem. So I don't know. But let's assume it's okay and it's no problem and you can go through, which is, I don't know. I don't know where it is. But these guys either know they're full of shit and they're not going to need to film something because there's a Van Allen belt and they can't do it and they know this, or it's really going to work. And they're really going to go through the Van Allen belt like these other people, no problem. But what about the broadcasting images? We we can't afford to spend a decade and and 12 years or whatever and put all of this money into this thing. And then when we say, yeah, we're on the moon, everybody goes, where's the fucking pictures? And they go, well, we don't have any. A lot of people aren't going to buy that shit. Mm -hmm. They're going to be pissed off about it, that it doesn't work if they believe it happened, or they're going to not even think it happened because you can't prove it because there's no photos. So that's a case too. That's all solid stuff. I just try to find the facts. Mm-hmm. Like a cop, I guess. But well, there was obviously images that were sent back. True. Yep, that's true. But I'm I'm just working up a bit at a time. Yeah, so yeah, now of course. we have the guys conceptually going in the early stages. Like maybe you believe it's gonna happen, you're working on it, Nick. You're one of these guys. But then at some point, two, three, five years in, you're going, Yeah, fuck, what if what if um, <laughs> we don't get back pictures of this fantastic shit we're doing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now enter the whole world of Stanley Kubrick. One of the greatest film directors. Oh, yes. I mean, I've
0: heard these one theories. The yeah. others.
1: So, this story, it's in one of my episodes, 43 or whatever, on conspiracyqueries.com. Um, <laughs> so, basically, Stanley's a great filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And we know this for years. And that's also unassailable, whether you like his films or not. He's technically proficient and he has his own way, like a flavor, like Tarantino or anybody else. You know, you're in one of those films. Yeah. You're in one of those. 2001, even the shittiest one. Barry Lyndon is still a spectacle. The Napoleon one he was almost going to do was amazing. I saw the background work at the the, the TIFF light box here a couple of years ago. Amazing display. Anyway, here's a guy who wants to make a comedy about war and the stupidness of nuclear things, and we're still sitting on that edge right now. Apparently, called um, starring Peter Sellers, How uh, Doctor Strangelove or How I Stop Worrying and Learn to Love the Bomb. Great film, great comedy, written. <laughs> out of a book by Terry Southern, funny as hell. And it makes fun of the military and the whole concept of defending your ass with nuclear yeah. mutual assured destruction, a.k.a. mad. <laughs> yeah, And it's funny, and it's dark, and Sellers is brilliant playing all these people. But the point is, because it was ridiculing the purpose of uh, military onslaught and uh, manifest destiny in the States and all that shit, the military wasn't into providing anything. And when you're doing Pacific Rim or one of these, you know, December 7, 1941 and, 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 and uh, Pearl Harbor kind of day Any movies. military, you get military that consultants. Yeah, will we'll give, we'll give you a ship, give you a command center, give you fucking whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. Just give us a script, make sure it's okay. Yeah. And as long as you're pushing their bag of shit that they always want, which is basically, let's get the biggest portion of the budget. Let's get the biggest portion of the black budget. Fuck everyone else and let's kill a bunch of people. That's the foreign policy. So as soon as you're not into that and you're not backing that Captain America kind of bullshit, you're not going to get any of that stuff. Yeah. And that's where Kubrick was. And he's like, basically, they wanted him to change the script so it was at least neutral or complimentary. And he's going, um, then you're missing the point. And no, I'm not. <laughs> so this genius who's brilliant with a Browning camera, before he ever you know, becomes a movie director, he takes pictures of all kinds of things and blah, blah, blah. And somehow he comes up with this bomber that Slim Pickens rides to the death on the at the very end of it. <coughs> Spoiler alert. Are you allergic to conspiracy theories? Or- <laughs> <laughs> I know some people. Anyway, so basically he creates the fuselage and James Earl Jones is in there and the whole thing and the clicking of the buttons and, and the codes that they do to punch in the bomb droppings and all this. And the military sees this 65 or four or five whenever it came out and they go, how did that fucking guy nail it not only did he not have any access to these things we told him he couldn't use it we weren't going to provide it so they figured it was going to look like some piece of shit biplane or whatever the hell and so now they know this guy's a great filmmaker and now they know he can do things at the same time the space program is approaching this awareness of what if the transmission if that's all they're worried about maybe what if the transmission from thing to thing back to earth doesn't work and we got egg on our face and we can't prove shit So this is where this theory splays out. So now you got, let's go with, yeah, there was a moonshot, but we better have a backup. So Stanley Kubrick goes to a studio with a bunch of guys and whatever the fuck, and they film a ton of things that look great, that look like it's on the moon, and don't the military then also later help them out because they've seen what's going on with 2001, and it still looks pretty good these days. You can see some matte work in it now on a big screen, but fucking 1967. It still looks good, yeah, for that time By the time you film that, on a TV shitty camera on black and white, there's no flaws. There's no flaws, right? So people, even the networks were pissed off at the feeds coming back going, what is this? It was like they had a black and white shitty cathode ray black and white TV monitor filmed on a film camera, which was then rebroadcast through TV. So it was so shitty. So you see Neil Armstrong hopping around on the moon. It's like, there's no cred that this is, I mean, obviously they didn't have high def, but they punked it down. They also shot a bunch of stuff that Stanley Kubrick had and here's the latest thing I recently heard but have no backing for, was that there were two moonshots concurrently. and I because heard that of, too, yeah. Because of the Van Allen belt, and because we're all wearing white suits with glass faces and this and that, wouldn't know if it's me or you or Rob Ross or anybody else in the world, right, in the suit. So if those guys were toasted by the Van Allen belt, all our heroes, Mike, you know, stepped on the moon, Neil Armstrong, if they did all that stuff and it failed – well, we got another three bunch of guys gonna play that role that didn't even go that high, just flying around the outside. And I heard, I heard
0: that theory uh, that they they did film it just in case something didn't work
1: that's it. Yeah. So between there's a real crew really going for it and maybe they made it and I don't know. Then there's a crew that's in the safe zone of like, we're not even going to try that thing, but we're yeah. basically those same guys. Which to
0: me sounds a bit more plausible in the sense that, because again, I don't necessarily go, the, the, the main theory that I had heard was, originally, was not that they had filmed the that only it was filmed. It was never, they never sent anybody. Which, See, which doesn't, doesn't work. Which doesn't work with no. the conspiracy theory because there's doesn't too work. many people involved. Right. But yeah. if you get enough people involved working on sending people to the moon and then have like 10 people making this fake film footage sure. then you could keep that hidden right? right. and, that's and it doesn't mean do. that they didn't go it just means right. that they
1: had a backup but and people and conspiracy theories and pick it up they go, well it can't be like it. it's either this or this and it isn't and I'm so done with binary yeah yeah because that problem of binary has fucked everything up so bad in my life in my family and all kinds of things I watched it happening in the election last year and I'll tell you what it is when I was a kid I might say to you or somebody else, you know, as a little kid born in Toronto, I might say and I did say now that I remember it and I'll specify it now that I'm not using an example of made up. But this is true. As a young kid, I did say I really like watching Brad Park play when I get the chance for the New York Rangers on TV, which was super rare because they were usually playing the Leafs on the five channels in this town. Mm-hmm. And I liked that guy because he had the same last name as me And yeah. I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah. And back then, people would say stuff like, oh, that's neat. He's got the same last name as you. But you know he's not on the Leafs or anything. Oh, yeah, I know he's not on the Leafs, but I still like this and all this kind of stuff. And they'd say, well, what do you like about it? I was like, well, he scored a lot of goals and he's defensively. He's got the same last name as me. That was a real thing. But he was a real good player too. It wasn't some bum, right? So if you said something like that back then, that's how the conversation goes. Mm-hmm. But if you said that thing right now, you know, allow for the time distortion here. And I said to some average person, yeah, I really like watching Brad Park. Play. oh, so you hate the Leafs? Yeah. Or if you're in Montreal and you say this about uh, Brad Marchand or some other guy, like, oh, I really like the way, you know, Zdeno Chera has been this great guy on Ottawa. Then he goes into Boston and becomes this like huge captain guy carrying. Oh, oh, I see. So you hate the Leafs then? Yeah. What the fuck? Why does everybody have to jump to the opposite? And then you go to the election and they're both assholes. They're both, they've both done horrible things in their lives and existence. And you're having a conversation with a real person in real life or on Facebook. And you put up a thing that says something like, um, you know, I really don't like the way the history of the Whitewater scandal and the Clinton family was resolved. Oh, so you love Trump then? Yeah. And this is where we're going now in almost everything. And my little daughter said that to me at fourteen years old. She told me earlier this year. She said, "Yeah, I was reading some things in a magazine because I guess she was at the doctor's office or something." And then, and she said it just seemed funny to me that Hillary Clinton, blah blah blah. And she said this to her friends, and they went, "Oh, I can't believe you're a Trump supporter." Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking? Like, oh, I see you have a Toshiba monitor. What's your fucking problem with Samsung? Yeah, or yeah. Or Sony. Why are you going there? Why are you assuming this false state?
0: Civil discourse has pretty much come to an end at this point. You can't, there's no nuance in any conversations. And
1: this whole game that we're in is a computer and we keep firing in bogus data. And it keeps on jamming up and having to reboot and nothing's getting done. So we go, oh, we have to change from a PC to a, a, a Mac and, and stuff. And we're still jamming in bogus data. So the government changes and it's all designed this way to make sure that we're not got, got our eye on the ball of what's really happening. Because I'll warn you this and I'll guarantee this. People think I can't tell the future. Bullshit. I'm going to tell you the future <laughs> in about a year and a half. And this is March. 2017, in about a year and a half, you're going to start hearing about the most important election ever. Yeah. And we already had that. And that was going on for fucking (laughs) ever. And just keep looking at this thing over here, because there's going to be a reason. Do you think it's even going to take a year and a half before you start hearing about it? Well, you know what I mean? Like, like (laughs) they're going to have the midterms, and that's all right. But then when they get, here's what's going to happen. A whole bunch of people are going to be saying... Holy fuck. This Trump guy has ruined this and that and the other thing. Oh my God. And if we keep going down this road and blah, blah, blah. And we got to stand up for our rights and this and that. And we got to change this thing. And this is the most important election ever. And you can hear those people. And then their opponents are going to be. Oh my God. We have finally had a great run of things after all this mess before. Four years of Trump. Let's not fuck it up. Four more years. Yeah. This is the most important election ever. And on that note, they're going to agree. The most important election ever? No, it isn't. Because it never gets solved. It never gets fixed. And the next one's more important than the last one because you fucked it up the last time and so it's designed to go. Mm -hmm. So the moon landing has about five different things going on. I don't claim to know exactly what, but they did so film shit. Stanley Kubrick was involved. I think there might have been a second crew. I believe this. And some of the filming, I have a clip, I should send it to you later, from inside the lunar module where they're looking through the window at Earth and stuff, it's been shown to be trickery. There's a particular thing. You see the moon or the, the Earth way in the background it's like, oh God, we're up in space here. And then the way they do it move the camera away and all of a sudden the inside lights go on. You could tell there's been Klieg lights and all this thing set up and they raise the lights in the cabin. There's a camera there too close to the window. It's deliberately out of focus. You see the whole thing. It's a leaked chunk of film from NASA. Thank God for people that leak things. Yeah. So There's a lot of shit going on there, and I don't know fully, but I know lots of those aspects are true, and I talk to people that claim to be way, way deeper into all of these things than I know, and I just like talking about this shit. And
0: that, that to me, is is, uh, fine. It's, you know, to discuss potential alternate happenings or things that could you know I guess cons- I'm trying not to use conspiracy theory as well, a way it's but, pejorative to, but term, to use like alternate okay. like, yeah exactly <laughs> it, is, it is pejorative right yeah, I'm it's, not like, dr- it's
1: like queer people taking the word queer it's like okay fine then I'm fucking queer if you think that's a slander because they used to call people queer a long time ago because it was an insult.
0: Let's call them alternate theories but not use that in the negative way that the alt-right is, mm. you know,
1: or alt-facts or whatever. But but like like, Can, here's, can we go like, a a bubble there on alt-facts? Sure. Here's why I think alt-facts are okay. And I think there's a misrepresentation there too. She's totally nuts, cokehead freak, everything else like this. But when she lo- puts an alternate fact, an alternate fact doesn't mean here's a bunch of bullshit. It means here's one more fact you guys aren't talking about. Here's an alternate. Like here's an alternate way to play the guitar. I'm going to pull out a capo now, put it on the third fret. It's going to sound different. That's an alternate way to play the guitar. doesn't mean the other way is wrong. or doesn't exist. She just meant... And I can't believe I'm defending the skank. <laughs> I, I am not defending the You should sure see character. the look of pain on Alan's face. <laughs> oh, God! Right. But the truth hurts sometimes. Right? Oh, so you support Hillary? So you support... No, it's nuanced, fucker. Just because I'm at a food buffet and I get into the sweet and sour balls and some dessert and a chunk of these delicious roly poly things over here does not mean I hate all these other things. Fuck off. It's just like simmer down with that kind of thing. But basically, here's my theory on the theory of Kellyanne Conway at that moment. Now she's been told to shut up and I don't love her and all this. But basically, when she did the Bowling Green Massacre... yeah that every single person didn't know anything about because there was no such massacre. And we're going to pile on this bitch because he's terrible and she's the mouthpiece. Okay, I see your point. But here's the problem. If you look up, The Bowling Green Massacre. Before you're finished typing Bowling Green, and before, and this isn't even any kind of research It takes a genius. I went on Google because I didn't know what the Bowling Green Massacre was either. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't ready to write a joke about what a fucking bitch he was for writing it. Yeah. Because, plus, everybody was writing that joke. So even if I believed in it, (laughs) everybody's writing that funny, oh, it's not even there. Oh, I went to the library, never found a book on it. Okay, okay, okay. Same old trough. But what I thought was Bowling Green, and what came up, was Bowling Green terrorists. So I look at this, and in 2009, the exact time she was talking about, there were discovered under Obama's reign when he was the ruler of the country or so that are led to believe, a bunch of Immigrants did come in and were there and in and 2009, just like the guys that were hanging around the strip bars and the titty clubs before 9-11 that were Muslim and from somewhere else. They said from Canada, but really they had been living there and learning how to do that shit there. School of the Americas, military attack zone used to invade South America and plan Colombia. We'll get to that later if. But basically, <laughs> these guys... Lost well, by fucking thread. That happens sometimes. Where uh, was I going? Uh, oh, bowling God. Green What's Terrorists. It? Bowling Green Terrorists, right. So if you look it up right now, mainstream news, or as they like to call themselves, real news, and that's a scam because real news was invented by the CIA called Project Operation Mockingbird in 47 to make sure this shit was always reined in. And now some people realize that's a scam. There's tons of stories, Google it now, on the Bowling Green Terrorists. And they had tons of guns. There were cells. There were like 12 different, uh, at least, groups of Of small militia kind of guys like me and you in this place right now with guns and everything ready to go all over the place and the sheriffs there found it and they couldn't believe how these guys got into the country and they were uh, very, the investigators locally were super upset about how far these cats had gotten to maybe doing something and they were thankful that they'd found them at the time and all of these kind of guys talking like, hey there's Obama letting these people, how'd they even get in here in the first place? Which is a good question also. But she was referring to that and then they got arrested and that's on ABC News, just Google up uh, Bowling Green Terrorists 2009 ABC News. You'll get a video report, a series of video reports, interviews with the cops, the investigators. They found all of this shit. A bunch of people gonna do something maybe. And they had all the the guns and hardware to prove it. And she misspoke one fucking word. Big deal. That's what you're going to jump on? How about let's get to the truth of some of these things? There's so much real meat on her bones to pick off. Yeah, Don't yeah. pick off the... See, that's what makes them not credible, just like the way they always tar a conspiracy theorist. Well, if you believe in Kennedy getting shot, and you also believe in chemtrails and fairy elves, then I you're was, a fucking I, idiot. I, I was but trying this, to, that rule applies to the mainstream when you're going to hang your hat on this... One word thing Otherwise she was accurate They did have plans To keep them in and out And all this kind of thing I was uh, trying to work on and a I bit I hate that uh, uh, I had to say
0: that <laughs> uh, At one point time I was trying to work on this bit Which actually you just basically Have proven wrong But the idea <laughs> The idea of <laughs> the moon Which I never actually did know it was, it was the idea on conspiracy theorists People who believe in conspiracy theories oh, okay And the, the idea that like Why can't they believe just one You never find a guy who's like Oh I believe the moon landing Didn't happen Yeah, yeah and chemtrails Nah fuck yeah. the chemtrail thing You're an idiot You know but yeah. But it's true like you're obviously there's more nuance oh there's so much nuance and Uh, then you don't
1: want to go there and look at it because you're a freak even by researching it yeah well are you going to tell me there's only one way to have breakfast sausage and eggs at the end no there's all kinds of ways to have breakfast. And you can incorporate sausages and eggs or not. And it's all there. There's data for tons of stuff. its I know these people don't want to discount conspiracies wholesale. They're also, they, they manually, in their own minds, they simplify it down to one thing. And if it ain't that, it can't be. Mm-hmm. And it's just, there's more than that. This is the same thing as the people that knew. And I loved watching this, by the way. As soon as Bernie uh, was manipulated out of the really rightful position into the being the leader of the Democrats, and he was just as much as poison to them as Trump is, by the way, he was manipulated out. Now, they say that more people voted for Hillary. And this is a conspiracy theory for well, sure. Well, they got the DNC emails, right? Yeah. Of course, they thumbed the scales. People still believe in the Russians and all this kind of thing. Here's what happened. Like... The thing that's frustrating is if you look at a certain series of data, you can come to a conclusion, and that's fair enough. So the data was basically that people were riding on big time. Hillary Clinton is a long term politician. No one's gonna argue this. No. Therefore, experience. Hillary Clinton has already lived in the White House with the president. She kinda knows what's going on that way. This is a fact, unassailable, even more impressive. Um you know, background. We finally need a woman in this position for real, not just like a Kim Campbell prime minister for a week and a half. Technically speaking, I support this. Uh, spiritually speaking, I guess I support this, but if the best person, again, is not a woman, then you don't just pick a woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's not affirmative action time if you're trying to get the best person running things. But people did want a woman. They saw it as a thing that's, oh, well, it's obviously inevitable at this time. So they had like their five or nine reasons. And she's well-connected because she's been the Secretary of State. That's a fact. Whether mm-hmm. you like her or not. Whether you suspect what she did or not. She is that. She was that. She's been a senator. She knows how to shake hands. She knows how to make compromises. Okay, okay, okay. So those are the points where people went, of course she's gonna win I mean this is a fait accompli who's this Mike guy who's this Bernie guy and then when he was starting to rocket all the shit of the DNC and manipulating him out and stuff and when the day came that it was official that he was done um, this guy that was packing in 20 thirty thousand people into stadiums and a ten thousand holding people outside watching on screens because they couldn't get in but they weren't mad because they were happy to be there and she's packing out gymnasiums at seven fifteen hundred at a pop 2200 in a ballroom and did you see the DNC when she won it not exactly a big jerk off the glory in there right they no. fucking hated she was there it was all a swiz he had all the numbers and when it was official that she was the winner and he wasn't A bunch of fucking cats that you don't even know and work at things that you can't even imagine did not like this. And I said, well, that's it. Trump's going to win. That's it. Whereas Bernie and Trump... I've, just for the contest, I would have loved to have seen that. Well, I would Just for the debates, I would have loved to have seen that. I
0: remember I said to my friend, uh, he's a, he was a hardcore uh, Bernie supporter and uh, lives in the States. and he was This is about two years ago. He was in town. We were talking. And uh, I was like, you know, he's, he's not going to win, though, right? And he's like, no, he can because of this. And I'm like, he oh, could. no. And he I was could like, have, no, technically. And what I had said was, I was like, <laughs> no, no, I, I agree with you. He's the best candidate. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to win because right. they're not going to let him win. Right. Like, it's going to be taken away from him. Then
1: you probably go, oh, so you hate Bernie? Right, and then you're <laughs> back to the binary. Yeah, thing, no, right? yeah, you know, that's actually what, what it was coming. I'm like, no, and I I think he's great. I'm See- just
0: saying that like He's, he's too, he's too, uh, he he doesn't fit the mold that they want for uh, the, the, I mean, even, uh, America in general, but the Democratic Party looks at him and goes, he's too much of a loose cannon to put up there for, against, you know, like uh, too much, too much socialism's going to come out so right. that the Republicans can paint us with
1: that brush. Right.
0: And then we well, have to. Well, that's because they
1: always bend over and take the Republican dick anyway. Every yeah. time yeah. they never fucking fought anything. No. And, and it's just been amazing that, you know, they are like yin yang, like black, white, like up, down. There is equally, the, the Republicans that are good of heart, let's say, if that's a thing, as opposed to the manipulators inside the DNC, yeah. they're kind of, you know, taking it this way. Well, but he, you're a guy that goes, yeah, we don't want to have poor people. That's okay. Let's let's have, make sure people go, cool. like that kind of Republican, they don't see, they don't get. They're looking at these nine pieces of data. They go, okay, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we want a Bernie. Okay, it's going to be Hillary. But it wasn't going to be this because people who don't like and and are sick and tired of their perception on the one hand, or the fact that it's really going on. See, that doesn't even matter anymore. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even matter if she's doing all these terrible things that I, I would say that she is, and we could spend time talking about that. But even if she isn't, this is where you get into nuance. Even if she's doing none of those things, and she's, you know, Nancy Cream, she's bringing you free cookies, Mrs. Fields, or whatever the fuck. It doesn't matter if the people who have um, military and or... Corporate interests that are against hers don't want her to be there. They get to manipulate things behind the scenes. And if you're still thinking, your vote counts, it's only a, like a poll, an indicator to see where people's minds are at while they do all this other horse shit anyway. And if those people don't like her and they're against her and 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 a person like me researches a lot of these different bodies of groups, like say the CIA supports Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. You can't say that because the CIA is a, is a faction of various different people put yeah. together. And some of the guys in the CIA do. And all of the ones on CNN support her and all this kind of thing. Right, but they're going to the be cherry-picking those right, ones. Right, but then all the ones he did, Trump recently, you know, soon after his inaugural, did the speech in front of the CIA, the media's going, oh, he's standing in front of the wall of fallen heroes, what a terrible guy, he has no right to do this. But the fucking people at the CIA that are cool with him said, stand in front of the wall of heroes. Yeah. And so there's a different POV within the CIA just like when you went to high school. So you went to Stanley Blue Chip High School and, they, and then you hear on the news, oh, those Stanley High Chip, Blues, they're, they're bad students. No, they're not. One's a drug addict, one's, one's into knives one's an artist one's got a you know a social justice program going we're all different right you got to stop with the labels the democrats aren't democrats fucking bernie guys hate hillary guys and all this yeah yeah and so there's so much nuance everywhere and people have been reduced to this binary thing and there's been they've been somehow reduced to binary ways of thinking while all the nuances and the different patterns are even more flourishing yeah so it's even less accurate so when they said Bernie's got to go out, Hillary's in, I went Trump wins, and all through the summer I saw it happening. And as it got closer and closer, my lefty friends and comics and other people were going, Oh, for sure she's got this thing down. Can you believe that stupid shit he's saying? And I was going, Yeah, but it doesn't matter. And the day of the election, man. I remember getting on Facebook and Twitter in the morning and all kinds of folks who might be listening to me now who know me and go go back on their feeds will know how much I was laughing when they were going, hey, guys, take it easy, man. It's OK. Everyone's getting nervous, but there's no way this guy can fucking win. It's going to be all right. And I was like, God, you still don't get it. And you see it. And then it rolls on through the day. The polls are coming in. Everyone officially is shitting their pants. <laughs> how come Hillary was explained? This is the one thing they never do. How come they never explain?" Why, when the media knew, that's an important word. That's an important word. You knew there were weapons in Iraq. Then when we get there, you go, yeah, well, we thought we were there. That's not what you said. We think they're over there. Let's go to war. You no. said you fucking knew where they were. You said that fucking knew that Hillary was going to win. And when she wasn't and it was going the other way, oh, there must be a scam. There must be a crime. There was. There was a bunch of people involved. And you're either for them or against them. It doesn't matter. They got more power and say than you. And there they weren't just the nine things. It wasn't Hillary's experiences. They're going, we don't like Hillary for this. We can get Trump to do this, blah, 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 blah. And it's a different game. And so you're looking at five pawns, a, a, a knight, a rook, and a, and a king. And you think you know who's going to win the game. And some other people are seeing the whole three-dimensional, all kinds of moves all over the board. And that's why they're wrong. So then I got the, got the great gift of never having to discuss politics ever again with anybody <laughs> who's wrong. Because I open with this. Yeah, yeah. Before we get to that, can you tell me if you knew Hillary Clinton was going to win on all this before the election? Is that OK? And when they go, well, yeah, but, 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 but I go, oh, OK, thanks. No, thanks. I don't want to go there. Yeah, We're yeah. not looking at the same movie. <clears throat> so we can't discuss the plot points. If you and I go to the cineplex and you watch a Kevin Hart comedy and I come out watching a Dwayne, uh, you know, the rock comedy. And then we're not going to argue over the plot points later on because that's a different film we saw. So I saw one film, everybody else was seeing another film, and lots of people saw different versions of the film, but it wasn't those nine points versus those five points.
0: Now, I figured, I did think that Hillary was going to win. Mm-hmm. I did think. Uh, I didn't know- Until when? I, well, <laughs> when was it clear? Like the night of? <laughs> yeah, it was really the night of. It's okay. not, and it's not because I I wasn't like one of those people, and I'm not. I'm still not one of those people who's like, oh, the reason why- uh, trump you know one is because of racists it's all because no. of that shit See, that was a cudgel
1: too that was bullshit yeah, yeah. exactly the races were uh, were uh, appealed to yeah yeah because they were they were um, economically suppressed and nothing's changed for them and like let's fucking bring them in like let's rally the, let's bring every freak that believes they've been fucked over and there have been lots of people that have been fucked over and all of a sudden the media turns it into that's all it's about well I don't trust that fair media. No, it's not a fair media. So she yeah, I been.
0: didn't. I didn't think. I I did think that she was going to win. I did, but I. I mean, the
1: Republicans are just better at elections than the Democrats are, they're- and governing because they, the Democrats, and there's a great comedian in the states who I kind of know. He was on my show, but not really. I don't know him, but I met him and talked to him on the air and stuff. He's a good guy, funny show. Jimmy Dore, right? Jimmy Dore show, very funny guy. Jimmy, like John Dore, Canadian, but but I don't think they're related. Jimmy Dort and he he was putting out and I was going God this guy's right on the fucking money it, he was saying like how when the Democrats were in power um, let's say with um let's say with the Obama term right like the eight years of this they capitulated on so many things to the Republicans to kind of appease them and the Republicans never do that no <laughs> the Republicans that's what's so funny about Why are you the Democrats about pissing off. You know, you've got the White House. You've got a lot of power. Try your shit that you say is going to work so much and just kick it into gear. Oh, well, we don't know, you know. But then they're all a club and they're shaking hands and everything else. So they're better at kicking ass, whether they're right or wrong. Mm-hmm. They're, and the Republican's doing all these crazy things, which brings me back to Trump and all this. And then we'll move back to whatever kind of conspiracy theories you taught. I want to get this off my chest because it never goes well with the clubs. Mm-hmm. It's never gonna. And that's okay. <laughs> You'll still be doing it all the time. It's that... um. The pussy hat thing I said at the beginning is amazing to me. This is a bubble that just blows my mind. So basically what we're led to believe is this fucking idiot, this liar, who we all know is a liar and we all know is insecure. And we've all been talking about it for a year, right? This Trump guy, he, he's a, he, he is a, like, if you love him, if you love Trump and you believe in everything, you have to, you have to admit this is more nuanced that he tells lies sometimes. And people that love Trump, and they don't want to tell that. They don't want to admit this. But Trump tells lies, and and we've been making fun of him forever for doing this, right? This is hilarious. And then all of a sudden, a tape comes out. He's on a bus in a studio somewhere, and he's trying to impress, like, the lowest rung on the ladder of one of the scuzziest (laughs) families in the fucking history. Profiteers from Nazi uh, ongoing uh, uh, activities, by the way. But even... In that clan, some of them are even dumber than W, and they get TV shows on entertainment and that <laughs> kind of thing. So this fucking idiot Trump, who has always been needing to get validation from every single person, that's his vanity, that's his, and we all know this, right? We all make fun of this. And he has this thing on a bus. Suddenly, he's speaking the truth that he grabbed this pussy, and he's a terrible man for doing it, right? That's what we know. So you go, well, wait a second. This is a terrible guy saying this thing. I know he's a fucking liar all the time. But suddenly I know this is crystal clear truth without doing any investigation whatsoever. And I know that he does like to impress himself upon other people. And he's stuck alone on a bus with this guy. He can't even shut up and go, well, you yeah, know, okay, whatever. He has to go, well, I better make this guy like me. Oh, yeah, I grab pussies all the time. All the... And he thinks that's where it's going. And, um, and so it gets recorded. And out it comes that this guy has said this thing. And what happens right after the inaugural? Well... We can't have such a vulgar, vile piece of shit such as this who goes out and grabs pussy. And I'm thinking, or is he just telling Billy Bush that to make him sound special? Or Because we don't know. But everyone's going to go with the theory. So I say this. Okay, let's say he grabbed the pussy. Fuck that. Let's say he grabbed a thousand pussies I think that's reasonable to assume that we don't like this guy as much but that's gonna get you to go to march to Washington and get all angry not all of the fucking millions of people that have been killed into Iraq since 9-11 which was something to get us into war so we'd always buy their fucking fiction stories which the CIA said if you do this there will be blowback their word There are kind of books about it. Look it up. And they say back in the late 80s, early 90s, if and when you go and kick up dust in these Muslim places, the end of it is never going to come. And it's not a surprise that if I kick down your mom's house, kill her and her new little baby, that's your little sister, and your dad maybe gets splattered too, and you took a bullet in your guts, I think you're going to be mad at me. I'm pretty sure that you're going to do this, especially when all the taxpayer funds make it happen. So why the hell is it okay for millions of women? UPSET! as well as their male cohorts to make sure nobody gets mugged or raped or any kind of thing, and there's a lot of male support in there, they're wearing the black pussy hats? Okay, where was that solidarity when you were killing millions of people? Where was that solidarity when Madeleine Albright said, it's good to put sanctions on the Iraqis despite the fact that half a million kids are dead, and that's before 9-11 even happened, and it's been getting worse ever since. How come it's okay to do what they did in Abu Ghraib prison and slaughter the fuck out of everybody while they made Muslims Fuck dogs and get licked and be naked and all these things to drive them nuts. With the sickest people on the earth, and they're only doing the stuff that gets in the news. Later, the Congress is well, holy fuck this shit. Why is that the reason? Well, to there's go to a Washington?
0: problem with uh, with uh, North American liberalism, right? That that is very tunnel vision. It's it's what people can see directly in front of them, right? Yeah. So the, there's this. It's like a it's like faux liberal because you only really care about what happens for you. You're not yeah. like. I've I agree. said I've said that before with a bunch of other things where I'm like, and I know you, you people have to focus on an issue. You can't you can't just say like, well, this happened. You got to care about this or, or you know because sometimes people sometimes issues do need to be fought for. But the the march on Trump, it's like I get it. Fine, you did it, but I don't know. There's other issues to to, to march for
1: other it than is, you know. But to me, it simply says. You're more upset about a guy who says he did something. And even if it's true and multiplied by a thousand, it doesn't even tip the scale of all the deaths, murder, slaughter, lies, diminished economy, guys that can't get work like coal miners up and down the Carolina coast. That's what Jimmy Dore was talking about. He wasn't saying they're all hicks and retards and (laughs) dummies and racists. They're guys in a coal belt and all this uh, uh, economic poor development and, and problems that have been going on there. And none of it ever gets changed by Obama going back to Bush, going back to the Clinton thing and, and all the way through. It's been the same shitty spiral the whole time. And they've seen it ping pong back and forth between Democrats and Republicans, and they have been fucked. And there was, they they don't like this. And some of the smarter ones who sound dumb because they have that accent but are quite intelligent say, yeah, we know Trump's an idiot. But he's saying things that we've never heard before, and we've tried this other thing six, eight times already, and I'm still broke, and i got to inhale cold dust up my nose, and I can't afford anybody. Let's spin the wheel! That's basically what it is. Not I'm a born-hard racist, right? So... People get upset about different things, they get shepherded into these causes, and I don't think it's okay that women get their pussy grabbed from underneath like my daughters or anyone else that I know and love and care about as a woman and decency itself. But how decent is it to just pay tons of tax money to slaughter millions of people to foment further... Uh, unrest under your fantastic Obama. That guy had, he, he's got the most war filled record of any president. It was, in just, history. It was
0: a sneaky one. <laughs> he, right. he just droned people. And
1: we don't care about that. He even made jokes about it. He made the jokes about the drive. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No problem. No problem. Nobody went to Washington in 2007 and went. This whole George Bush war, where he said he needed $50 billion to fight this whole thing and wrap it up. And then another senator said, this is just going to keep getting out of hand. And then they fire that guy. They get rid of that guy. But he was totally right in a balloon to like, what are we at? $17 debt now? Whatever happened to the debt ceiling? Whatever happened to the fiscal cliff? Oh, they went the way of the most important election ever. And there's another shiny bauble to take your mind off of it. What happened to 2011-12 debt ceiling? Festival clip. Seriously, I actually don't know. I heard about,
0: I was heard about it for like it was. It was big news for a while. It's a fear hammer. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then we get through to the next thing, and then here comes Ebola, and here comes Zika, and everyone's going to die. And no, they're not. And there's stories behind that too that are all fictional. So, like, take your eye onto a wider zone than what the fucking news, the real news, the Anderson Coopers, and everything who do deliberately. Um, what new sources do around. you uh, do you read? Watch, I keep or- it rotating. Yeah, I don't have anybody locked down on a daily thing. I can't do that. I don't find it. Some of them you got a paywall for and I don't do that. I listen to I keep spinning it all the time. Um, I listen to, let's start with Canada. I listen to Jesse's um, Canada land. Jesse Brown, who, mm-hmm. who who is a famous, uh, became more of a famous guy. He used to work at CBC. I don't know him personally. But he's got a great show, and he talks about a lot of cool topics in the way you don't hear on Canada. And it's good. And he came into fame because of Gian Gomeschi's uh, talk about pussy grabbing and smashing. Mm-hmm. He, came, he was the guy. one of the guys that busted that story open. So he's got a great podcast called Canada Land. Listen to that. Um, I read the New York Times. And Not because I think this is where I got to get all my gospel from, but I like to see what everybody's saying. I read National Geographic. Although I was disappointed that I got sold to Fox or whatever the hell it is, <laughs> yeah. some kind of Rupert Murdoch some Rupert Murdoch umbrella, yeah, yeah. yeah, some kind of thing. Um, and I read all the garbage, you yeah. know, because you want to News a lot. <laughs> watch Fox, read the Sun, all that kind of shit, uh, you know. And and every once in a while, you'll see something interesting. I, I read <laughs> all kinds of things. I read um, Zero Hedge. I read GlobalResearch.ca. Um, there's another guy called uh, Pepe Escobar who's fascinating. There's a whole boatload of people, and then once I get reading something for a while, I spend a bit of time on that guy and think because there's only so much time in a linear existence. And, yeah. then, and then and then he'll say something. He'll talk about some other things, and I just keep circulating around. And and if you just keep bringing it in, eventually the bullshit meter goes up and and the other one goes down. Like when I got some good friends close to me starting to get on this. Uh, flat Earth thing. It was like, okay, well, now you're going to discredit everybody that looks into the alternative. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's fuck. It. Let's talk about the flat Earth stuff for a yeah, minute. I don't know was, much about that, it. That was I mean, an-
0: initially where I wanted to start. I don't mm. know much about it either. I'm just talking mainly from a social media point of view. I don't know why it became super popular
1: well, over that's a the conspiracy last little while. Itself. Again, this is like, let's take this thing and inject it into because we don't want to talk about Pizzagate and Pedogate and all these. We don't want to talk about stuff and, and we don't want some things covered. And the more distraction there is, the more channels, the more Games, the more seasons, the more home uh, playoffs, the more uh, (laughs) downloading, binge watching.
0: And I don't even think that that's like, again, I guess maybe uh, I, I don't even think that that's a conspiracy theory that of course they just pump shit out there to, to keep funny. to keep you but if
1: you wrote that you'd love this that you created that whole flat earth no, think tigers and everybody's chewing it up and you know that it's all bullshit you know that you're the guy that dropped the egg I mean that must be fun yeah 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 That would be. Pretty... <laughs> look at these dummies flicking around I here. mean
0: it is crazy though to think that people believe the earth is flat at this point in time like mm-hmm. you know in 2017 I, yeah. I, I just I wonder where it comes from and most of this because with like so we're talking about conspiracy theories today are various ones and you when you are talking about like Kennedy you're talking about the moon land you're talking about whatever you've obviously very well read on it you know what you're talking about but when you talk to people about like the, the flat earth uh, the yeah. best responses that I've gotten are just well I just don't want to believe what NASA tells me you know it's like
1: well I agree with that too Fine. but you, there's <laughs> some indisputable thing yeah exactly, exactly. that's I've what... flown around in a plane I've seen the curvature of the thing yeah. and uh, you know even the NASA pictures uh, that are round or oblate or whatever the hell it's, it's still it comes some kind of spheroid or whatever the fuck <laughs> Yeah. It's not a, hey, this isn't Discworld, you know, that Terry Pratchett series of books where it's a turtle flying through space that's totally flat and yeah. everybody lives on it, you could fall off, and that's a cool bunch of books and everything, but it ain't the real deal. It just
0: doesn't even make sense scientifically, though, Like, because it doesn't, saying the world is flat doesn't disavow gravity either, right? Like, you no. know, gravity would still have to exist because hey. something
1: would have to pull you down to the flat Earth as well as the round Earth. That's so. true. And I also think that if someone of my nature were able to believe this, they would eventually find themselves discovering and getting up to and finding a way to find the edge of this flat world that <laughs> you would fall off of, Yeah, right? yeah. We like, would right? have some video reports There'd be something, this, right? right? We'd have some kind of, well, I fucking went out there and I found it and you can tell and here's a camera. So we don't have that. And, uh, and in, if there's new information
0: me, I'm, no, I'm not somebody who will just stick to my values. If I watch a video and some fucking asshole falls off the edge of the earth and I'm going to go, all right, well, it's flat, guys. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> but totally. I mean, it's not out there. I need to, yeah. the information needs to be obviously taken and
1: digested. And as you say, right. rotate your news sources sure. around, figure some things out. Um, okay. Uh, uh, what's his name? Glenn Gre- Greenwald, The Intercept. This is a good one. Anything from Iceland is great. By okay. The way, because Iceland, this is a great mainstream news. When they started getting all whiny about Pizzagate and going, no, 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 we're mainstream news, everything else fake. They never did that before. That's what I found fascinating. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that in the 60s when Kennedy was killed. Then the commission came out. Then people like me would say, oh, that's all bullshit. They never went. Hey, don't listen to conspiracy. Th-. They just said, they're conspiracy theorists. We got the results of this thing. We're moving on. And they kept moving on to the next thing. And then people like me at the desk going, no, 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 open it up again. Come on, come on. And they just they flick you off. They don't pay attention, right? That happened with that. That happened with 9-11. That happened with all kinds of the different conspiracies. That happened with the Kennedy assassinations. Everyone, whichever one you want to name. So mm-hmm. Whichever one you want to name. It was uh, it was in there. And uh, But with this pizza thing, now they go, no, no, no. Don't listen. That's okay. It's all bullshit. And, and it's fake news. And and they got real sensitive. And I thought that was interesting. We can touch on Pizzagate later if you like. But basically, um, pe- people kind of believe different things. They get shepherded around. And anybody that thinks that ABC, CBS, NBC, CNBC, ABC and all this thing, these broadcasting ventures who are charged with, you know, filling your mind with whatever. they used to be 57 companies all down to four or something corporations now deciding... The best way for those guys and for their monetary expansion to exist is that you are a nice little cog in their machine and shut the fuck up and do what we say.
0: Well, Carlin had a, a bit about that years ago, obviously years ago, because he's dead now. It's but, a giant uh, club <laughs> and you're not in it. Yeah, and when the one that he was talking about, he's like, there's like four media companies. They're all owned by like three or four people. Didn't used to be. Yeah, and they're only, of course, they're only going to put on the news that's good for their, their parent companies. It's they're logical. Not, they're going to. Yeah, it's not, again, not a conspiracy theory. Yeah, if, but people
1: still fight against this. They go, NBC oh, no, 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 is not- owned by
0: GE. <laughs> They're not going to put something on that's bad for General Electric. Like, that's just, of course not.
1: Like, you asked me what I read, and I told you some, and I'll think of more, and I scam around, and it's okay to find different, like, tags and stuff, and you look at something and go, well, that's nuts. And you look at something else and go, oh, I'll look at that. And you take that tangent and move it somewhere else. But it's not all one thing is right and one thing is wrong. You know, there's all kinds of uh, misinformation and disinformation and misinformation and omitted information and stuff no one thought of yet and it is so nuanced that you uh, there's so much nuance now and, and people have been conditioned on the other hand to just go to these binary results which also prevents like you said yeah. you you coming from this yourself you go well i just can't understand why they believe in this or not how come they believe in everything and it's because it's more nuanced there's not one string that makes a basket work Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a whole series of interwoven things. You know, you get one string, it's not going to work. Let's, uh, yeah, let's touch on this before we yeah, wrap sure. up
0: here because okay. uh, we've been on for a little over an hour, so I try to keep it to about an hour and 20. I understand. Yeah. We're
1: only into one or two conspiracies. I know. So it's what, a big is deal, one, right? what I'm also
0: thinking, too, yeah, is maybe you come back at some point in time Oh, you know, sure, anytime. We'll do, yeah, another, uh, we'll do another yeah. one. Because, yeah, I, I realize an hour and 15 or 20 minutes isn't enough to touch into all of them. But I want to talk about this because okay, we, we were talking about Trump and the election, stuff like that. Assange, Julian Assange, and WikiLeaks. What do you feel about? about that do you think he's just a cog for russia now or no you
1: don't no no i don't think much harsh about russia at all actually i think it's a great country with a lot of cool people and it's led by a bunch of jerks and i don't find any difference between that and canada in that sense but or anywhere else for that matter julian assange is an interesting character to me because if he's doing what he's doing great but if he was a sort of an insider kind of trying to fuck people up like I mean on the uh, and make them believe the wrong thing then it would be effective too but he has been incarcerated in the Ecuador-London embassy mm-hmm. for a long time which I also find out on its own like you're a Swedish authority or you're a British authority in league with the Americans and why don't they just kick the door open and go alright get the fuck out of here we're taking it to Sweden trying with rape deal with the it. but somehow he's in a house <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and they yeah. can't get at him right so are they really that mad at him uh, at all or is he kind of a I don't know Or do they just respect their own rules so much that, yeah, if that guy leaves there, he's in trouble. But what he's released is undeniable. Maybe he's got more to release. They just released a trove of documents saying how the CIA does things. And a lot of hardcore IT guys that I know are saying, yeah, we already knew this before. Yeah, but most people don't. Most people don't know and they're just finding out now. And it's the old thing of like, I didn't believe it before, but now that it's true, so what? And I'm tired of that. But... I think he's got a lot of good things going on because he has released a lot of things. And as far as the Russians are concerned, I'm not really finished up on thinking about Flynn and everything else and all these strange connections because I've been away for a few weeks and um, I was off the news for a while. But basically, um, what I really kind of believe is the motivational factor from what a lot of the people that did so manipulate Hillary out and did so help Trump get in Mm -hmm. because – A lot of those people believe that the next big plan for Hillary as president and John Podesta, her chief of staff, now becoming secretary of state, And he's the guy key to this whole Pizzagate thing and Pedogate, and I want to spend a couple seconds on that before we go and wrap up just to kind of wet the whistle for next time around. But what we're having here at this point is those people believing, yeah, she gets into power, he's running this uh, Secretary of State just like she was running all that and Kerry was running all that under, under Obama. And it's going to be a big old problem because they're going to do whatever they do out of control. And we believe this. So we need to stop it. And aside from the sexual, uh well, let's not call it that. Let's just call it rape and murder that they're talking about. They're talking about kind of knowing and developing ahead of time that, yeah, if Hillary wins and a lot of people thought she was going to win. And a lot of people that are nefarious that wanted her to win were going to be teeing up a fucking world war over there. Yeah. In Syria, at that place, with the threat of nukes, the whole thing. Yeah. And they believe this. Now, people are going to go, oh, come on. There's no fucking way they'd go to nuclear war, right? Uh, why? Because that's uh, we always do the same thing. So basically, a lot of people thought, we're going to nuclear war. Like, it's been building to this all the way along, if you look at it in that way, from the ISIS creation that's true, mm-hmm. by funding it in the blowback sense anyway, all the way up to the war, that we were going to press it, the nuclear war. And doesn't GE and all those bomb companies and Lockheed Martin and own a lot of these these networks that give you the information that you read want that to happen anyway in a certain sense and it just never ends and Trump didn't want that and other people didn't want that and if fucking Trump is swinging business deals with a bunch of guys that aren't radioactively incinerated, um, that's better for me even if he's profiting his fat ass off of it than um Frying us all up. And I think well, yeah, a lot of people Because Hillary, it.
0: Hillary was going to take steps into a no-fly zone in Syria and basically th- start, th- you know, September, f- put a finger August, in the eye in Russia.
1: Which is- August, September, Vladimir Putin was recalling um, um, diplomats and yeah. stuff from all over the world. Nobody knew why, except for the people that knew. Yeah. And I was one of them. Then it became clear. That she wasn't going to win, and they all went back before the fucking election. Yeah, yeah. Now you look at that, and you don't think that's a thing. You think it's more important that we need a woman, and she's been in business for thirty years? That's bullshit. These guys do things. But there's there's people who aren't aware of
0: that, right? That's and that's. I know. So you can't sit there and say, (laughs) "I know she's
1: going to win," and And I go, "No, she's not." And they go, "You're nuts." And then she wins, and they go, "Well, I don't know why," because they've never said. The media never said. How does this eighty-eight percent for sure she's going to win? How does this ninety-nine for ninety-five percent for sure she's going to win? All of a sudden, turn to. No, she didn't. Like, yeah. explain this. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they, And they
0: don't. No, no, and I'm not defending people for not knowing what they're talking about for, by any means. <laughs> That's <laughs> but, not uh, your thing. No, 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 but no. I mean, when, 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 yeah. when, when people talked about, like, Hillary and, uh, uh, you know, winning or, or talked about why she'd be the better president, I mean, the first thing I said once it was sh- confirmed when I was watching the election, when, yeah. when Trump was definitely going to win, I was like, well, at least he probably won't go to war with Russia now, <laughs> like, because that was, like, so very obviously oh, going to happen. happen. Yeah. That
1: was never going to happen, her defenders say. Well, yeah. the people that helped manipulate it to make it this way really fucking thought so. Yeah, yeah. And there's not a lot of reason to believe that wasn't going to be the case.
0: No. With all the diplomats getting pulled out, I was, I was reading that and I was like, holy shit, that's not good. That's never a sign <laughs> of a good thing. they were reasonably
1: also thinking, because they didn't have the intelligence and the connections everybody says they had, that she was going to fucking win. Just like the average person who was looking at nine things, to be safe, let's get out of there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. And then the deals start happening. And then the phone calls that didn't happen, but did happen and all this. And it's like, hey, I'm coming in we got guys behind me let's keep on making money together fuck all this other shit and now everybody's mad the guy's gonna make money and they would have been the same people inside of a radioactive glow-in-a-dark box underground times a billion <laughs> if if you know and, and and these guys think this so let me get to this quick thing i know we got a couple minutes left. i don't know yeah. how you want to edit out all the shit about the, you know whatever the beginning if you got fine time but oh whole no whole,
0: yeah we just we it's fine it can be as it can be a, a, like you know okay an hour i just, 20, I an hour just think if
1: at the expense of the front end of this thing where i'm sitting down and drinking water and saying hi you could snip that out <laughs> leave this in but it's your choice of course but i'll leave it on the table we'll probably
0: leave it pretty much
1: the whole thing but yeah go you okay, want to talk so about pizza gate so it's a big joke and it's a big stupid thing and all that people say and what it is is an accidental revelation of a larger thing called pedo gate because we got to stick gate on everything since watergate i don't yeah, know yeah. i don't know what to happened to yeah, everything's a went. gate <laughs> everything's a gate any kind of gate but so so the the, the pizza scandal is this that they're These people in Washington that do certain parties and get-togethers, and it's all on the computer, it's all there. You've seen videos from inside this place. It's undeniably fucking strange and weird, regardless of what you think. Some of the things that get said and done inside of that place on video at the time are nuts. Then you realize that a lot of these leaked Julian Assange emails have these weird words in them, uh, uh, spoken by people like Tony Podesta, his brother John, a bunch of other people who, uh, you know, like if I write a letter to you, like if you look at our scans of what we had about me coming here, it would all make sense. Like, oh, you want to do the thing? Oh, I can't do it. Okay, how about next week? Okay, okay, it's at two o'clock at this location. Okay, it's two thirty. Okay, okay, and that all makes sense. Like if you don't know shit about this and you read that, you go, well, it's two guys meeting. Yeah. But when you read their emails and stuff and they're talking about let's have hot dogs and pizza, pizza and hot dogs, this and I've let's put some extra cheese thing, and all this, yeah. and it sounds nuts anyway. And then somebody finds out. Well, the FBI actually have a big, a, a, a long list of pedophile code words. All of this makes sense if you take the code words of the meaning and drop it back in these emails um it makes sense but it's super uncomfortable because they're fucking kids or whatever yeah and so maybe we don't get to know the full story about that but you know these guys have been sort of now we're into the oh there's no way that could happen come on and you have to just put that predilection aside that 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 um not predilection but that your your presupposition aside that that's impossible and you have to go okay wait a second before you rush to judgment Is there such a thing as a pedophile? Yeah. Do they have connections and have they made sort of circles? Because guess what? I've done tons of research. This sounds bad, right? This is why Pete Townsend got in trouble. But pedophiles are kind of like a a sexual um, deviance, okay? Because I'm going to say that right now. I'm so bold to be out on this limb, right? I don't think you should fucking kill kids. I don't. So that's my contention. position. is very bold of you to say. It is bold, and I'm prepared to <laughs> defend it to every single person that thinks I'm nuts to say.
0: I mean, you're, I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for I this one. I know you're going to get a lot of hate mail.
1: <laughs> but guess what else they are? Now, I have to be careful here because they're friends listening or not, or someone might get offended, and I don't want to be misinterpreted. This and is I'm not a safe space, Alan. That's... Okay, good. I'm one of the most misinterpreted people that I know personally and for lots of different reasons. But I'll say this. Gay people, who also didn't used to be called this a long time ago, that was another word that they kind of got made fun of and they also absorbed this word. Because gay people and or homosexual or, or lesbian or people that are supposedly outside of what's normal back in the 50s and 60s stayed in their little pretenses life was the husband, was the lesbian mother. There's lots of good movies like this, like, uh, I don't know, Desolation Boulevard and all kinds of places. And and, and they depict this thing. So if you were gay or you were lesbian or some kind of thing of that nature that's not, normal male-female relationship, you stayed in the closet as best you could. Not Oscar Wilde, not other certain people, but Johnny working at IBM in the 50s, 60s, gay guy is going to pretend that he's a straight-up, mm. uh, let's play basketball after work with the boys. And yeah, all yeah. It's gonna that be. obviously happened a lot. Because yeah. what if he is going to be found out as gay? Oh, my God, forget it. Do you think I'm going to play beer league, pick up hockey again if all the guys on the team think I'm swinging the other way and blah, 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 and on it goes so they were in the closet, right? Over time... These folks who are just another person, kind of like the Native Indians or Lakota or the Cree, will just go, yeah, well, that's a two-spirit person. That's all. That's actually an asset sometimes. Because, you know, when a guy can do this and a woman can do that, but... To be able to sense and know and the, they're actually valuable. So it's just another kind of person. And at the end of the day, from the queen to the lowest bum on the corner, that's probably a bad word too. We're going to get hate mail just for that. Mm-hmm. Um, they all take a shit out of their ass. Feces comes out, yeet food. So on a certain level, we're all the same, right? And it just be on, on and on and on that these people who, who are involved in Pizzagate are people um, that like to fuck kids. And a lot of those people feel the same way that gay people did back in the 50s, 60s why should I have to hide this? This is normal and I like this. Or I'm satanically enjoying this and I like doing whatever the fuck I do with this. And this is something that we want to do. So they have to keep in touch with each other. There needs to be like a Facebook or a closed group or some kind of thing. Like you like to play hockey. I like to join a fishing club. You like to hang a lot. You're in a club of guys that talk about that, whatever. Right? So pedophiles really think, look, man, I'm just a different way like how come a gay guy's a gay guy now that's okay and he can get fucking married now you guys used to have to be in the closet and all this and now you don't have to hide your sexual uh, kind of thing whatever it is or now maybe you find out you want to be a woman or you are a woman and you've been trapped in a body and I believe that I know people that have done this and maybe there's some genes and some information that kind of leaves you with some parts and not another and they just want to clean that shit up now and be that thing rather than uh, pretending to go along with Johnny in the suit who's 100% hetero right mm. and the same thing for the women so the gay people People got a break. They had to fight for it, they had to get killed and dragged behind cars for it and all that and have their parties and their things and everybody comes and it's great that no longer is anybody well, that's not true, right? But Generally speaking, if you say, I can't hire you because you're gay, you're fucked. You're going to be up on some charges and all this. Yeah, yeah. It's discrimination. Yeah. Like you, you can't pick on a gay guy. The world guy. has come very far right. over the years. But not for pedophiles.
0: No, well, but that's understandable, right? Yes, it is, but yeah. not
1: to them. Not to them. That's the point. Yeah. So let's get together. Let's get a group. And let's infiltrate some political parties that have a social justice kind of theme. And we'll kind of balloon our shit into there. And every time that party does well, we got more power and influence. This happened in England. Started in the 60s at the very latest, but pedophilia goes back to the beginning of time. But the power of infiltration of pedophiles into the ways of power started in the modern times by this fat fuck, and I'm not offending all my friends who might be overweight, this disgusting piece of garbage who was a liberal MP in England in the parliament in the 60s, when that was nothing. That was like NDP now compared to conservative liberal. Little tiny party. And it started to get bigger and bigger under this fat guy, Cyril Smith. C-Y-R-I-L Smith. And he was in charge of like children's homes and wayward children getting abused kind of homes. And, you know, the home It's always for, those guys, right? The home for abused children is a- If you look at that in syntax, on the one hand, a normal guy like yourself and, and anybody probably listening to this goes, oh, it's a home for when children get abused to help them out, to protect them, to, you know, to- No, it's a home for abused and abusing children a lot of the time with the people that set it up, not the nurses and this and that, but the guys that run it. And this was all found out to be true and was happening with the Cyril Smith guy who never had to take a lick of shame because he was a he was a Mason and you don't have to own your crimes in your face and be embarrassed by your crimes until you're dead. And then it all comes out, just like Jimmy Savile, who the BBC said, "Oh, we didn't know he was doing this stuff." Bullshit. Yeah, they not yeah. only knew, they made sure this guy was influential over three or four decades and gave him every kind of fucking show. From I'll fix this kind of Everybody thing. Everybody knew he to, was to, doing it. Yeah, but the CB, the BBC didn't. Like, it didn't happen until the guy's gravestone came up, and all of a sudden, it breaks out because that's the code, the Mason. You don't have to wear this shit in this life. Mm -hmm. And they believe in different lives and different levels, but not in this life because we had a code and it's okay. So as soon as it's over, boom, it all comes out. Cyril Smith, this guy, was involved in keeping in touch with pedophiles. How do we do this? We don't have Facebook and computers yet. Let's have a newsletter right that's all they did they traded papers they'd drop them off they'd pick them up and then you and me and all the other guys that like to do this thing to kids can get away with it with the secret kind of information away from the mainstream because they think it's okay they think it's normal they think it's fair just like a gay person thinks is that's okay but that's a different issue yeah. than taking a six year old kid or whatever the fuck obviously
0: somebody who can't consent right like and like adults doing what they do to adults Fine. they
1: swear no they do consent when you look in their eyes and it comes back it's Jesus. true love that you don't understand <laughs> <laughs> I've given up Hey, man, I'm like a guy working at a funeral home. How's that guy do that? I'm like a guy working in the sewers. How the fuck do you stay in there? I don't know. I didn't think my conspiracy existence was going to go to this portal. But I've been studying this shit before Pizza Gate even broke out. Because they piggyback their little cause. And they get a little more help, a little more assistance, a little more acceptable. And it's going to be way, way down the road compared to gay and getting married and all that. That is their beacon. They did it. Fucking we can do it too. Wow. But in the meantime... Let's not offend anybody, but let's keep it secret. So they developed this contact system called the Pedophile Information Exchange in <laughs> London. <laughs> Jesus, And they get more and more in newsletters They're dropping them off. Jimmy Savile's in there and all these fucking people and it's okay, it's all quiet, right? Well, it all came out later on that this Pedophile Information Network uh, and Cyril Smith and all of these people, that superstructure of how to communicate never went away. And then it eventually did go digital and then they did eventually stay in control. And people that like to do it are also people that can find ways of doing it, and doesn't that involve human trafficking? And doesn't that involve the people that fight human trafficking? You know the way a cop that busts somebody in the DEA for coke and weed then goes home? drinks some scotch, snorts a line, and smokes a joint, and back tomorrow he's going to fucking throw you on the bed and cuff you, right? Mm -hmm. Duplicity abounds in this thing. How some pig can sit in a cop station and write up a report about your joint smoking while he's got some 15-year-old scotch in the bottom drawer? blows my fucking mind, and I'm done. Especially when I used cannabis to alleviate cancer to the point where I get to fucking live two and a half years beyond my guaranteed, because he knew, death date. Sorry, doesn't work like that. There's more facts out there. So I'm on the edge all the time. I'm okay. I love it. I'm here. And if things go bad, I still got to live beyond what they said. Yeah. So when they lie like this and they create this stuff and they keep this pedophile information exchange, Google it. And as it goes through time, isn't the I can almost
0: guarantee I will not Google those words.
1: (laughs) Then just Google the word Pie. Because that's what they reduced it to, like we do with uh, bad, uh, you, you know, like the DNC or the NBA or the NHL, <laughs> pedophile information exchanges. Not to say that
0: any of those organizations
1: are like this. No, no, no. <laughs> well, well, there's a couple spots here and there that <laughs> Sheldon Kennedy could tell you about. Um but thanks for bringing that up because all of the institutions that are existing pretty much have pedophilia in them at some point including local hockey coaching. Oh yeah, well that's And including yeah. the British government and the BBC and military intelligence services and the catholic priests that everyone said no way but it's been going on for longer than Spotlight put it together and I can give you a million pedophile organizations around the world that have always been there but somehow There's no way this pizza gate could be happening because people just don't do that thing. Give me one reason why not. Because I said people don't do that thing. And I go, I got thousands of examples from around the world the way they do. Why is it nuts to think there's any kind of organization with these people? It isn't. And pizza gate stems from, after a while, this use of pie from the 60s morphed into These words that the FBI have gleaned, pizza, pie, cheese, this, that, it's all related. And then we're talking about that, not sticking our dicks into this and cracking open the bum of that. And it's code language and pie is connected to pizza and pizza is connected to cheese and cheese is connected to hot dogs and junk food and all these other things that they use. And the FBI has the books. There's tons of reason to investigate this. And no one's doing anything about it. saying, it's all fake. It's all fake. It's all fake. It's all fake. Don't look at this. And if there were half as much clues leading towards, not just Pizzagate as its own thing, but that was the little tiny kind of aspect that illuminates the greater pedophilia that's going around the world, Jeffrey Epstein, God. I mean, it's unbelievable, these people, Then you can't sit here when you don't know these things. Like you said, you don't know these things and then go, oh, that's not going to happen because. And I'm like, what about these other chess pieces on a three-dimensional board that you're not looking at that are time-honored but going on forever? And I can cite example after example, but we don't have the time, but it's there. Yeah, Some people just
0: don't want to believe the things or believe that they're even possible and it gives them comfort to not believe it.
1: Man, I was enjoying the fake moonshot thing and figuring out the Kennedy deal and what kind of gun and there's no way Oswald could have been out of that window and all those bill hicks jokes that are right on the money and figuring it out and and, and spending time in aliens sometimes did they come here are they already here whatever that's neat and and the moonshot and and you know 9-11 and the buildings and how did they come down and, and you know but it's all led to these fucking pedophiles and i'm so bummed out about it yeah that's yeah because that's not where i wanted to plan that's not where my, i wanted my sandbox to be but once again the truth hurts suck it up you fucking got to fix the flow of things Well, maybe some guy's got to stand in the shit in the sewer. That's kind of what I'm doing, but I'm also making fun of uh, the people that, you know, choose those things and also making fun of the people that write that off and it is nuanced. And thanks for having me in and I hope oh, you thanks, have me Oh, thanks. Yeah.
0: Back. Thanks for coming. That, wonder, that was a great way to, to sum it up. That pretty much summed up everything there. You got you to gotta question some things and you can't just say something didn't happen if you're not informed on it. Yeah. And uh and that's great it was great to have you in man and thanks we, man we'll have to do this again because yeah we we I realize it is the, the length we could probably do an 8 hour podcast on talking oh. about every conspiracy theory so we'll get you in maybe yeah. in another couple of months and we'll do hey, another sure, one sure
1: whenever you want if you want to bullet you know particular topics and you want certain questions answered or, or, or you know maybe I've spent yeah, time yeah we'll do a little bit more
0: chatting uh, yeah. back and forth and we'll, we'll come up with sure. that, another game plan to, to yeah. talk about some new shit but that'll be great okay thanks awesome, man. man thanks so much for coming on and check out conspiracy queries uh, yeah by I'm on Alan twitter
1: too so if I could throw that in it's uh, ConQ underscore queries Con, C-O-N And then capital Q And then underscore queries At, at Twitter or whatever the hell it is Yeah, yeah,
0: on Twitter Alright, great And follow me on Twitter At Nick underscore Beaton Check out uh, more episodes of this There's lots of great guests That I've had on Kenny Robinson, Boyd Banks A few other guys that have been great And uh, uh, check out NeverSleepsNetwork.com For other great podcasts Thanks and for listening this is a great
1: show And also remember That if I've said anything To piss you off Or Nick didn't come back At me hard on something <clears throat> Check the name of the show again
0: Awesome. Thanks. Uh, Talk to you guys soon. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.